I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You sound full of shit. I've never been as unshitted as I am now. My big breakfast went quickly. What are you guys talking about? Let's give it a couple of days before we talk about it too much, all right? Oh, God damn it. I wrote my mom a letter last night. They say the stone makes it look smaller. The Mari fan club is constantly in touch. Mari just pats right on the back. Um, yeah. I've been holding back thoughts. I mean, at this point, Doran, I have a score to settle with your mother. There's far too many secrets being kept among us. How about next time we just decide that if a letter needs to be talked about, we just talk about it, all right? And Mari sort of stalks ahead a bit. Easy for her to see. She ain't got no fucking letters. (laughs) (laughs) All her friends died. (laughs) 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 No one's writing you, honey. to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 74, Good Grief. MVP this week is Apichagi, who left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. They wrote, so good. I started listening to the show because I wanted to hear what other tables sounded like and get some hints on how to run a better campaign, but I fell in love and can't wait for each new episode. Thank you so much, Apichagi. You are this week's MVP. Should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Ow! Does everyone have a good intro? I'm ready. Yeah. That's not what I'm Go, Joe. Good. <laughs> Hashtag doubt. <laughs> Does everyone have a good intro? Press F to doubt. Yes. <laughs> I went through a couple of articles today that were, uh, you know, 
conversation starters. Whoa! <laughs> I love this. I, I'm dying now. No, this is the intro. Just tell us. Give us the example topics. <laughs> no, no. <That's> the... <laughs> let, let, let's start off with Alex. That sounds great. Alex, no, we're going to burn away. too many of them. Set us, yeah. set us on a high. <clears throat> if you could make up a holiday, what would it celebrate? <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Hi, Alex. Nice to see <laughs> nice you. To see you today. <laughs> nice to see you guys. Too. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. Great question. Great question. Yeah. If you could make up a holiday, what would it celebrate? But I mean, aren't we? Here comes in Rob Hot. Aren't, you, aren't we always making up <laughs> holidays, anyways? Like, don't don't you just in life have like, here's this date. Oh, it's my anniversary. I want to celebrate that. Oh, it's the it's this other thing. You like people are no. You can celebrate anything you want in the world. I guess it's a question. Rob, of, you were you were ruining the spirit of the question. Do you want everybody <laughs> Let's to say celebrate that it's with a you? Internationally recognized day by all. Something Let's we should that. all stop Is, and pay like, attention you know, to. No, I'm decreeing it because I am Lord of the Earth. Yeah, and you must celebrate. <laughs> There ought Tell to us be... what your holiday is, Lord. Okay, okay, okay. I got, I got, I, I, I got, got one. I... My hol. Oh, okay. Sorry, Rob. No, I... I thought you were just complaining more. No, no. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I, I would pick a holiday, and it would sort of be a little bit vague. But what it would be is like when a certain video game, regardless of console, sells a certain amount of copies, it is declared. It's release day is a national holiday that year. Mm. And that way, for all the people who are gamers that have to work that day, it's like, oh, did you hear? GTA 6 just sold 600 million copies. Looks like you don't have to come in Monday. Everyone have a great weekend. It's GTA and, 6 day. Well, but but and, and this is why it's a little bit more like it's not a, a straight up, you know, because you don't True. say you didn't say the holiday has to be the same day. To me, the holiday becomes a holiday when a video game of, you know, enough people supporting it uh, comes out because i know personally i have taken off work in the past because of a video game release i think anyone who's a who's a gamer probably has done something what game for me yeah oh man uh fallout 4 mm -hmm. i took i called in sick we sports. sports. Did you literally yeah. call in sick or did you call in Fallout 4? We sports. I <laughs> <laughs> got a bowl. What do you tell your boss these days when you're like, I don't want to work today. It's time for Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, I took off for Fallout 4 and I took off for Diablo 4, I believe. Are the two that come to mind. I did more, but those were the two mm. biggies. But that would be my holiday because I, like... I remember working at Blockbuster especially and being like, oh, this comes off Friday. And and with Blockbuster knowing when the releases are, they're like, okay, everyone make sure they come in Friday even though this comes out. And it's, gr it's a great idea. But I, I find there's one little small problem. Eventually, you just have every day off. How is that a problem? How is that a problem? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, it only well, lasts for that year. It, it doesn't, it's not perpetual. You don't get to... <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I think no, no, I'm not saying that next year you get the anniversary date of Diablo 4's release. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. I think we should. Well, that wasn't my argument. Every five years, it falls off the calendar. So no, no. you get five <laughs> years to celebrate Diablo 2 coming. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, my... my my point was that whatever day, you know, yeah. I don't know, GTA 6 comes out because it sold so many copies becomes a holiday. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, there's not that many over 500 million copy I mean, games yeah. anymore. Then yeah. you get into the problem with pre-sales, but... Yeah, pre-sales are part of it. <laughs> anyway, Fake whatever. News. That's my holiday. You can't game it for holidays. I love it. Great holiday, Harlan. Thank okay. you. I got, I got one. Very nice. International Hangout with Cool People Day. All right. Whoa. That's just every time I'm around. The hardest part about like getting a big 
group of cool friends together is coordinating everybody's schedules to get the time off. So uh-huh. fucking true. One long weekend a year is set aside for everybody. Fuck it, we're all going to go do a thing this weekend. Mm. You sort of get your group of folks and this is the long weekend. Everybody's schedule is coordinated nationally, internationally. It's declared <laughs> bank holiday. How would you celebrate? Uh, I mean, we're, I'm sort of doing that this summer. We're, we're going to Drumheller <laughs> for Hot Dinosaur Summer to try and get all the friends from... Whoa. Oh. We're not invited. I guess we don't make... Wait, I was just cool about to say. This. What? Well, I mean... Rob's I, talking about like fr- Friendsgiving I, type <laughs> vibe and he's like, by <laughs> the way, the four people and none I know, of you you're pe- not even invited, let alone told about this. The thing that had it top of mind is there's friends I've seen all in the same place, not once in the last decade. Or yeah. like it's oh it's at somebody's wedding. Well, everybody's got a lot of shit to do that weekend. Yeah, like it's just one of the like. All right, we'll come to Drumheller so long as there's dinosaurs. Let's do it. There will be dinosaurs. I saw that movie with Daniel Day Lewis. That's right. There will be dinosaurs. <laughs> he plays a Velociraptor. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> oh. I have a holiday. Bring it on, babe. It is Reinvention Day. Whoa. Reinvention Day. This is a day that promotes reinvention of the self. So Mm. if you've been thinking about trying out a new haircut and you want to join legions of other people trying new haircuts on a day, (laughs) you choose reinvention day. If you want to have a clothing swap, which Mm. I did a couple of times in my 20s and it's fucking awesome. Uh, you call over your similarly sized friends and y'all just share clothes, <laughs> give away clothes that you don't wear anymore. Sounds a little new agey to me. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Everybody has like half of their closet is clothes that they don't wear, but they hang on to for no reason. You just take all those clothes away. You give them to someone else. And then you take on someone else's clothes. So it's a clothes-centric holiday. No. It's also the perfect day. Do you guys remember being um, like a teenager and you would switch around all of the furniture in your room Mm, and be like, whoa, new room, new me. I do love that feeling. Not even just as a teenager. (laughs) Reinvention day is the day for that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This okay. is the okay. Okay. That was so motherly. Okay. Are you guys listening? Do, so do, is it going forward then? Like, like okay, you reinvent yourself from this point on. You're now this person. No. If you okay, hate it, you day. can go back. But I was going to the- say, can I propose a like a uh, duality of the day? Uh, sure. So it's a reinvention day. I think that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I, I also think there might be two personality types. Because for me, the idea of changing my whole wardrobe and moving around my furniture wouldn't be as much as a oh yeah as much as a fuck i don't want to do any of this well the next weekend is go back to who you were before oh. day <laughs> no but maybe 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 it could be a dual day of yeah. like reinvent yourself day for those who want that fresh change and also like reaffirm yourself if you dig who you are and, and what you're doing right now double down to me that could be a separate holiday even if you're not personally going to celebrate it, you could help somebody else move the furniture around their room. Yeah, there's a small piece of your life that could use a refresh. Right? Oh, I don't celebrate that date, but I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, I do not observe. I don't observe. Re- Alex, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. See, I, I like it. the version. I feel like there needs to be like a granular version, which is like the reinvention day where you go get a new haircut, and then the following day where you go buy a wig because you've just made the mistake <laughs> of getting a new haircut and you hate it. That's regret day. Yeah. Ooh, regret day. That's my holiday. I like it. I think it's a great idea. 
Yeah, I mean, I would be helping move furniture. I'm not saying I wouldn't help. <laughs> is that your day? I just, furniture day? I don't know. If everybody <laughs> in my life is cutting their hair or moving their furniture. Hair salons are going to be very busy. I let's feel very be anxious, I think. <laughs> I feel anxious <laughs> about my holiday. Just sitting there nervously being like, should I move my furniture? I don't know. I, am I not good enough? <laughs> I feel weird. <laughs> National no, it's Furniture like, it's Swap like, Day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's I don't like want to do this. It's like a good day to watch a new genre of movie that you don't typically watch. To take yeah. that drawer yeah. full of crap and dump it out and put it all in its proper place. What? Yeah. I think you now Rob's just describing spring cleaning. No, but just one thing. Just I one. I think reinvention yeah. day happens in the spring. I, I feel like I feel like Joe's got a clear idea, which I'm with, and then there's like this gray like work. <laughs> like like where it's like let's clean the garage on reinvention day and it's like no rob that's not no it's like okay. it's adjacent but also let's go get the tires changed and also let's clear it i'm reinventing the car dust under the dresser <laughs> we're gonna reinvent the car the car's better I, see in, in my mind you're, there's some of those things clearly go in one in one slot in my mind and others you, i think you yeah it entirely. i think i think rob has some fair comments in that i mean i don't know, you know the cleaning the drawer a lot thing. of holidays Crossed a lot of holidays are vague enough scary. that you can just kind of say, no, well, you take Christmas, for example. Like, what? Well, some people... It's the celebration of Jesus Christ. Listen, who? I think reinvention day is less about getting the tires changed and more about being like, am I the kind of person that could rock a pair of fuzzy dice? Let's try it out. Can I rock a pair of truck nuts? Normally, <laughs> I yeah. would... Yeah. Let's start with a really tiny Here's a holiday. The purge. Work my way up. <laughs> truck nut day. Normally, I would take my tires in to get them switched over today. But you know what? It's reinvention day. So I'm going to change my own <laughs> wheels, you know? I'm going to yeah. decide that I'm going to be a mechanic. <laughs> Try to That's do right. <laughs> I got a new holiday, welding day. <laughs> I'm going to learn to weld. Everyone come out into the street with their welding gear. <laughs> All right, Nersal, what's your day? Um, I, I, I care not for reinventing myself or anything because um, I'm perfect as is. I got a foot there. No, I'm a mess, but um, I, I could probably stand and make some changes. But what I would like to celebrate is um, I would like a celebration of obscure and forgotten punctuation. Like, oh. that's what I want. I want a day where we all remember things like the interrobang and the certitude point and the acclamation point and oh. the irony point. All these things that, like, don't exist. But I really want to point out three of them. You just one want a homework I have, day. Yeah. Do some reading. I'm um, crossing my so, arms. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's an acclamation point? Like, basically, like, they sound... Uh, some of these points, like the love point and stuff, are basically been... Um, are basically just emojis now. Like the love point was basically a way to like you know write a sentence and be like. Oh, so hold glad on. To see this you. isn't your holiday right now. <laughs> Why are you? I, if, if, I shouldn't have to hear all this if it's not your holiday. No, I, you gotta hear it. I have the floor. I have the big talking it. stick. It's this bad. It's a big um, irony mark after that one. <laughs> yes. No. The the three. The, this is just because I want people to understand punctuation, and also because I have an interrobang tattooed on my arm. It's a question mark and exclamation point combined. It's great for if you're like, you did what? But I also want to bring up the doubt point, which looks like kind of like a weird Z crossed with an exclamation point, which is for when you have a statement in which you want to really show that you have doubt. And the exclamation comma for when you really want to be excited mid-sentence. How do yeah. we how do we celebrate ah. this day? Like, is there a you go to the old lady on the corner that's yelling about it, and you say, "We're paying attention to you." No, there will be decorations. Imagine beautiful commas hanging from like little 
little garlands. Just the, the parade. It's yeah, a but parade. You, the whole issue is one holiday and your holiday no longer becomes necessary because they're no longer obscure. I want a reason to have a cake that has like a bunch of like semicolons on it. Because, I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but 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 by three holidays, it's no longer Everyone's obscure. Like, got it. It's common punctuation. Yes, right? exactly. And then it becomes this is, like <laughs> this is this is the then you have a holiday of obscure <laughs> holidays, and they're like, "Wait, what are we celebrating?" You're like, "There was this weird fucking holiday the old lady on the corner was screaming about exactly. about punctuation that we Who use are you now." Calling old? Um, <laughs> I think we should be celebrating more obscure garbage from our past. And if I have a reason to pull out the entero bang more, then so be it. This is what Hell I want. Yeah, yeah. Yes. give it two weeks, and someone's gonna be like, "Hey, did you know the entero?" is actually super racist the colonial history everything everything from the past is just fucked she wants the obscure punctuation uh holiday and that's what she's gonna get it (laughs) (laughs) angrier more confused very good what about Uh, you alex you never said your holiday yeah what's your one um mine is super corny okay (laughs) oh i want to hear horny Holy yeah. shit. It's corn day. Super horny it's holiday. It's like Valentine's Day, but it's way hornier. <laughs> it's no. Just it's called <laughs> Fuck Mountain Day. Welcome <laughs> to Orgy Day. It's pretty self-explanatory. No, it's just like, you know, um, Christmas reminded me that, you know, there's this time of year where we all come together. And I was watching this corny movie. I can't remember exactly. The person was like... This is the day where, you know, you kind of realize that um, mm. you can set aside your differences and whatever, be, be nice. So essentially it would be not Christmas or related, tied to any religion per se, but just a, a holiday where you are super kind to everybody. Like you actually make an effort to like, you know, you feel like ripping that person's head off, but you're like, listen, it's kindness day. So I really I just, like I'm that. Send actually. you some flowers. This is right? like the reverse purge. <laughs> yeah, I, that's actually great. I like that. Almost like forgiveness day. Like, yeah. what if there was one day a year where all grievances have to be forgiven? Yeah, like Jerry could go in to get soup on that day. He's like, no, oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah soup yeah. for you today. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like you're like, oh shit, I had a, I had a fight in March but you know what it, it, yeah. two months is forgiveness day we'll be fine I just won't talk to them until every yeah. lawyer's like shit forgiveness day is coming up we gotta do this case all, so no, all, like all trials are closed that day <laughs> like cause they're like no fuck yeah, it we can't yeah. go to court I do kind of like that though a like day kindness. of like mandatory forgiveness well not mandatory forgiveness but like a day where you're like in mandatory <laughs> more, more like kindness not, not necessarily forgiveness like you know let's say you're banned from a store because you're a total asshole but you that's the one day you can like go back in and be like mug them. So long as you're acting in good faith. If it's just your your day to go back in there and be an asshole again. Of course. Yeah. You have yeah. to be observing the day in order for the day to observe you. One would hope so. Whoa. Yeah. You just oh, blew my mind. Oh oh my neighbor, <laughs> total asshole today. He just actually he just gave me the finger. You have to go back to work. You have to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling. I'm telling. Kind Little of kids on the street with whistles. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I told you it's the reverse purge. Back to work. Back to work. <laughs> I was just imagining our next door neighbor like oh my leaf God. blowing oh. our lawn for us <gasps> on kindness day oh instead God. of just standing there blowing leaves on our lawn. <laughs> in fact, maybe just fact, raking them up so they don't blow everywhere. <laughs> I would, I would be doing that because that's what he accused me of doing, and then he called the police. Yeah. In fact, we could combine out the two Alex's holidays and and say it's 
kindness day with a certitude point at the very end. <laughs> yeah, that means you say it with unwavering conviction. <laughs> See, Alex gets it. He supports punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> Someone well, has to. <laughs> that's right. Well, well, today is Dungeons and Dragons oh, day. Hey, day. That should be week. a holiday. Yeah. A, a day where you get to play RPGs with your friends. Yeah. That My is favorite this day. day. Only Rob's Dungeons idea. and Dragons. And you have to play <laughs> it all right. day long. Oh, good morning. Oh, Shane red. All right, I'm a I'm a druid now. Okay, just first in character all day. Coffee. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Woo! All right. The tunnel roads leading to Scarborough's necropolis weave through the roots of the Grey Peak Mountains. Mari's kind of she's kind of hanging back, sort of close to Ellister, sort of trying Ooh. to find a way to chat awkwardly <laughs> as her as her she sort of cools off from the frustration at breakfast mm. red is actually at the very back by himself maybe with steven beside him and he has this letter from last night still and he's got it within the pages of the open dwarven to common dictionary and he's like going word by word trying to frantically finish this thing uh, but he's kind of hanging back until he can kind of finish reading it. So he's I'm up front with Doran then. Doran and Jack, what are you talking about? So Doran, I think we got enough space here, man. Did did Gotier say something that scared you off? Uh, I I know there's the plague sounds pretty pretty intimidating, but hopefully you no, know, Jack. Like I started to say over breakfast, I it's it's like I've had a moment of clarity, and 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 I gotta say I I feel like the gloves are off now. I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I, I'm i done hiding. There's a lot of conversation we need to have, my friend. And he puts his hand on your shoulder. You sound full of shit. What did Gautier tell you? I'm not full of shit. In fact, I'm, I've am i never been less full of shit. <laughs> my big breakfast went quickly. <laughs> Straight through. <laughs> I've never been as unshitted as I am now. That coffee helped. Because I don't think... I think Mari suspects that yes. Rothplag is fake. She suspects it because Good. Doran's the only one who knows it. Yeah. yeah. Doran turns to Jack and then and then he kind of opens up, turning almost towards everybody else that's walking along, saying it loud enough so that even Red trailing behind can hear what he's saying. With his nose in a book, oddly. Listen, I've been holding back thoughts from you people and... Gautier said to me that there is no rock plague. And in fact, they were told to watch out for me and to turn me away from the city's borders because my mother does not want to see me. So she gets to have the whole city to herself? Yeah. I think it's besides the point. I've There's nothing here for me, Jack. Could we enter the city? Sure. I think the reason why I came here was to try and settle things with my mother and it's come to me now that I realize maybe things are already settled with my mother and I just need to accept it. Gotier lied to all of us. You heard from your cousin your mom was sick. Gotier's the only one who said, no, 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 rock plague's fake. Your mom's not sick. She just doesn't want to see you. If you trust this man who's lied to us a bunch, sure, agreed, you've come to some revelation. Are you sure... He's not lying to you about this. Are you sure he's not? There's some other reason he doesn't want you to see your mother. What else has he lied about? Fucking rock plague. He lied about the rock plague. It's all the same. It's all part of the same lie. 
I mean, it's a one lie. I mean, at this point, Doran, I have a score to settle with your mother. Hey, look, you know what? People make their decisions. I wrote my mom a letter last night, and I kind of accepted the fact that she doesn't want to see me. Have anything to do with me? I feel like Red runs into the back of Elister after like the train has stopped, and he's kind of like, oh, "What? Uh, yeah, go to you. You shouldn't trust him, Doran. I'm with Jack on this one. Look, I found this letter last night, and I know you don't want me snooping on your uh, cousin, and my intentions were pure, Lee, motivated by money and interest. <laughs> but I did find this letter, and." It had your mother's name on it, and and I spent all last night trying to translate it. And listen to this, Doran. And I pull out the letter, having finally sort of translated all of it. And it says, This letter is not an easy one to write, but it's important for you to know that the candidate Gautier Brighthelm is not fit to be Chancellor of Scarborough. A city needs a leader who has its citizens' best interest at heart. Gautier is not that dwarf. Gortia is my nephew, and I have long known him to be, uh, I think, I think this word is selfish, maybe, uh, untrustworthy, greedy. Give me this, give me this. And, and I think Doran grabs the letter from you. Furthermore, I have reason to suspect that Chancellor Duskrip's death was no accident. Please take my warning seriously, Doreen Iron Fist. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Look, if this guy doesn't doesn't I mean trust your mother, why would he want you to, to, to speak? Well Who is the letter addressed to? The Council of Scarborough. Well th- that could mean uh, anything, really. I mean Red uh, look, this isn't helpful, at least not right now, but here I'm about to write my mother a letter that writes her off. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be so quick to judge my mother's actions. And 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 he rips it right there. And it, he shoves it back in his pocket. I don't want it to be. Fa- I don't want it to be. Fat. <laughs> not gonna litter. Don't, we're not. We're not a fan of litter. Yeah, yeah. Murray, it's like how dare <laughs> a you? Murder face. fine, but there's a sign on the tunnels that says "Keep the tunnels clean." You <laughs> see it? I don't want it be. I don't want it being found. You know what I mean? Don't mess with Scarborough. Leave only footprints. Take only <laughs> memories. In fact, maybe Doran does that. He he dangles it over the ground. Then he goes, "No, no, no, no. Why why don't we talk to Gautier when we get back?" And why, why would you keep this from us, Red? I mean, come on. There's far too many secrets being kept among us. Red, why didn't you tell me about it when you had this letter? Well, look, I, I saw it was your mother's name, and I, I didn't know if it was something worse. Imagine that letter said something like, I don't want you to let Doran see me. If it was going to be a, a hurt to you, I, I, I wouldn't want to share it with you. Doran puts his hand on your shoulder, and he says, Listen, I'm so glad that you just you told me about this. I don't think we should be keeping secrets from each other. We, we trust each other. More or less? Doran sort of looks around at this point, nodding. Um, yeah. Jack says more or less. Alistair's nodding. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I love this man. He is all in to everything he does in life. There is no thing where he doesn't push all his chips to the middle and just be like, fuck it, we're doing this. Mari just puts her hands in her pockets. Yeah, but, you know, if I had um, told you that letter and it was a negative one, then you would have been even more sure not to see your mom today. I was just trying to be sensitive with the information that I had on hand to save you from being hurt. And Red's eyes flicked to Jack's for like a second. And in truth, 
that this is maybe the first safe time Red's had to tell you about the letter because of where we've been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because it's come up. Maybe. But I guess what I'm saying is if you know something, I think it's just better to say it than it is to keep it to yourself, regardless of the timing. I have a crush on Mari. Oh, oh God, God damn, God damn it. Oh. Thank you for your honesty, buddy. I mean, it's not much of a secret. Give him a pat on the back. I'm sorry. I just I thought we were coming out with our secrets. Uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> this is a safe place, right? Um, I mean, technically, no. Well, we were told it wasn't safe. In fact, let's keep moving to the graveyard just while we're talking. But emotionally, like, yeah, no, no harm, no foul. What are you? What are you? Wait, are we talking about the same thing? Giving a side eye to Jack. Are we talking about crushes? What? <laughs> Who do I have a crush on? <laughs> I do need to get my hair done, so we're we're halfway to a slumber party. Mar- yeah, Mari's just been watching this, and aside from uh, Alistair's incredibly awkward declaration, she's just in the she back just of her... She ignores it? <laughs> she's, just, she's just... She sure just shoots him a look, and then it's just like, oh my sorry, god. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. Hey, it's don't all worry, right. buddy, you shot, you shot. The worst thing she can do is say, oh god, like she did. <laughs> So you've hit you've hit the bottom. On the other hand, she went to the other side of life and death to pull you back, so Yeah. Well that's kinda of what I was thinking about when I was falling asleep last night in your arms, Jack. Was that Ari and I have been through some stuff together and it's trauma bonding, so it's not super healthy, but anyway, we'll see where it all goes. Let's give it a couple of days before we talk about it too much, all right? It's it's that was like yesterday. Yeah. So it was <laughs> Twelve hours ago. How about we do this? We all pretend Alistair didn't just say that. Agreed? Agreed. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what if the letter did really hurt you, Doran? What if it really made you upset? Wouldn't you want to keep Red, I'd rather know the truth than to be lied to by a friend. I'd, I'd just rather know. It's a lie of omission. What? 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 <laughs> what? Well, but, but this letter was written... This letter wasn't written to Gautier. It's not like it had an intended audience that you were snooping on. It clearly is something he he must have intercepted. It wasn't like it was a personal communication between two people that absolutely should be able to have conversations because they're just people who know each other through whatever life circumstances. This is like clandestine, you know, uh, life and death stuff. Very different. I guess. And if, if knowing that only hurts your friend's feelings then really what you're doing is protecting your friend not hurting him through a lie or her or them Wait, what are you guys talking about <laughs> Mari just pats red on the back sort of just like uh, there there all right let it out buddy my brain's hurting you know what i i think we should figure out what we're going to do in the here and now and how about next time we just decide that if a letter needs to be talked about, we just talk about it, all right? And Mari sort of stalks ahead a bit. Easy for her to see. She ain't got no fucking letters. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all her friends died. Oh, no. right in you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
Ow. Mari, cute and Mari just looking into the distance, waiting for a pigeon to come. I like to imagine you look at her bag filled with letters. Her family's been writing her this whole time. The Mari fan club is constantly in touch. That's good. Uh, I don't know why I had to Jack, Jack had to invent a spell. There's apparently a whole web of pigeons just <laughs> delivering mail. No problem. All right. Before long, you are at the mouth of a cavern lit by strange violet fog. The floor of the cavern is uneven, humped with stalagmites and slabs of rock, and worn paths made by hundreds of dwarven feet over many years work their way between the formations. As you approach the cemetery, the rocky formations on the floor of the cavern are, on closer inspection, the worked entrances to noble mausoleums. Purple mist shimmers underfoot and between these houses of the dead as you make your way deeper. Wow. We've never been to a, uh, a place like this where someone we know has loved ones here. It's quite a different feeling than, you know, some of the ancient graveyards we've been to. Yeah, that, that definitely makes it different. As we stand here at the gates of this cemetery, mm-hmm. Doran turns to the rest of the party and says, You guys talk amongst yourselves. Give me a few minutes. And he enters on his own. Doran takes the long, silent walk on his own through the cemetery, almost as if he's got a map in his mind. He remembers exactly where the gravestones for his brothers are and where his father is buried. Mm -hmm. Doran arrives at the the three gravestones and and he looks down at the graves and he says, Well, hello, gentlemen. It's been a while. Dad. You know, I tried to follow in your footsteps, and I think I did a pretty damn good job. I've had my opportunity to beat myself up, too. Just like you. I remember. Oh, I remember. But, uh... Hell. We all make mistakes, and I've learned that I have to forgive myself for those mistakes. And and you two, Lauren and Gorin, the way you shaped my character, I thought I'd come here, pay my respects, and then never come back. Because I think you'll all agree that it's kind of useless talking to a couple of gravestones. But what really matters is what we do with our lives and how we treat ourselves and how we treat those around us. So I'm not going to beat myself up any longer. And I'm going to do better going forward. Doran snips three tufts of his beard hair and ties them into a ceremonial style. These like specialized knots that he's created three of them now out of his beard hair in the, in the short time that he's kneeling in front of the graves. And he places each one down. And he stands up and he turns around only to see the four of you 
standing behind him. Hey. And Doran kind of stands there with his hands open. And he says, <laughs> look, we all pay our respects in different ways, all right? <laughs> oh, Doran. Do what you need to do. Everybody grieves in their own way, honors the dead in their own way. It's all, it's all good, Doran. Well, hell, if we're here, and Red, like, steps up and walks past, say, Hi, Mr. Doran. My name is Red, and uh, this is my best friend, your son, Doran, and my best friend, Mari, and my best friend, Jack, and hell, my best friend, Alistair. We've heard not much about you, but I heard a lot about you, too. Red points at the two, like, smaller tombstones. <laughs> You're his brothers, you know. You're his brothers, you know, and we're kind of his brothers, you know, too. And uh, it's nice to meet you, finally, Goran. And Red taps Goran's thing, and... And, and you, Lauren, and Red touches the top of Lauren's. I just wanted to meet them officially, Doran, and Red steps back with the others. And on the way out, I'll point out some of the more famous graves, if you'd like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jack's all... <laughs> Red comes back over and she's like, I missed what the names were. What are, what are their names? <laughs> Lauren, Gorin. And I didn't get the father's name, but I just call him Papa Doran. Actually, I have it written down somewhere. I'll tell you. I don't have your dad's Doran. name. Uh, Boren, Farin, Fundin, Dwalin. Dwalin. Dwalin? I like that because Doran's mom's name is Doreen, that all the names are derived from her. And that oh, that's the cool. The father's yeah. name is My Dwalin. father's name is Dwalin. Like Dwalin, Iron Fist. Excellent. Dwalin. Yeah, and as they're sort of starting to head away, Mari just sort of reaches into her into her bag, and there's like a little like leather pocket, and she puts in it. There's um just a little thing of these herbs, and she sprinkles some of them onto the grave, just as a little tiny bit of offering. It's a little oregano. Yeah, it turns out it's just <laughs> spice up your life. It's just parsley and like dried onions, <laughs> but uh, ceremonial grade. No, it's, it's like. The fuck are you doing? We like it bland. <laughs> it's it's amaranth. It's amaranth and and uh, rosemary. In her mind, she's thinking about you know again being so recently in that space between life and death, and it feels closer here. Now you're in a space with so much mm. like death, even though it's old death. There's a there's a her understanding of this has changed a bit. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's very nice, Mari. And she just gives Red a little little smile and just keeps walking. And if you look over there, <laughs> that <laughs> was the see that now, Jack. Bill no, Ford. I'm gonna point it out. Oh no, wait! It's, it, and I can see like it's almost a different style of gravestone than and, it must yeah. be another generation older. And right? look how tall! Look how tall it is. Oh, Jack, you're pointing at a at a mushroom. No, the tall one right over there. The one that's yeah, very very tall. With the statue of a dwarf on top. That was the founder of... The one that looks like a mushroom. Of Scarborough. Wow. And his name... Is he nude? What is that? Uh, well, he is. It's a very organic form, <laughs> for sure. I, you know, that's just the old that, like, art, artistic style. They used to draw them naked with little... 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 Geiger-esque. Penises. I mean, I, <laughs> Brutalist. Trust me, they don't all look that small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was cold the day they were carving it, I guess. The stylized mushroom <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Doran's bum blushes. <laughs> I pic I'm picturing Sorry. like... I'm picturing like a dwarven statue of David. They say know? the stone like, makes it look small. Well, yeah, the stone <laughs> takes away a few inches. Someone's chipped it off and stolen it. Yeah, so are we going to go into town or wait Wait for... Red, something moves inside of your bag. Oh! Red sort of hangs back for a second and 
holds up his bag and reaches in. The warm, furry body of Stevie hops into your hand. Oh, hey, Stevie. How you doing, little buddy? Stevie is squeaking as fast as his little squeaks can squeak. Oh, what's wrong? And his little whiskers are going like crazy. Hey, guys, take a look at Stevie. Is he dancing? He's doing a funny little dance. Is he? Is he? Well, but isn't that his, like... All at once, a great and terrible cracking sound echoes from the entrance to the cemetery, followed by the crash of rocks splitting apart and falling in a massive cave-in. Huge plumes of dust shoot through the air as boulders and rock slabs violently fall into a pile at the cavern entrance. It would seem that you all are trapped. Thank you to our wonderful patrons, Adam Fry, Afflicted Adina, Aizu Yukai, Allison Wrights, Alistair, Anne, Atholagoth, Axel, Barry Jeanette, Casey, Cecil Lee Wilson, Sherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Daniel, Dippity, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley, Harper the Mox, JD, Joy Robinson, Julie Holderman, Jury, KR, KM, Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Liz. Lorelai Feldman, Manda Pants, Merrick's Moon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Oakland, Quill Bennett, Regan, Wren, Scotty, Shannon Waldner, S-Ray 96, Tegan, Tea Kettle, Tony Pepperoni, Trin, Waffle427, Xander Morning Dove, Zach House, and Zephyrus. Thank you so much! Woo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.